All right, hello everyone, and uh, welcome to Talkin' Tech. What's that now? Episode eight. Um, so yeah, so I guess uh, let's roll the intro. So now it's uh, Apple is planning to work with Hyundai on the upcoming Apple car that's been rumored for like 10 years now. Um, and that's a report from a Korean site, uh, Korea Economic Daily. Um, Hyundai's gotten better in recent years. What? <sighs> I don't know how I feel about this. I don't. Yeah, but yeah, like why of all car makers, why, why Hyundai? Why not, like, Porsche? Ferrari? Well, Ferrari would not want to do it because Apple's all, like, new and sleek and Ferrari's, you know, traditional. You want to keep... Them and Tesla. Tesla, I mean, they're, they're basically... Even though they're in completely different fields, they're basically competitors. Yeah, exactly. So... Because they run um, companies the same way, basically. Yeah, very similar. Um, very, like, lockdown and stuff like that. Yeah. Um... I don't know, Porsche, the, the Taycan, they should have just done the Apple car based on that, honestly. Um, great all-electric car, really nice, very well-respected manufacturer, should have just taken that model, taken that base, made it Apple, and resold it for a reasonable price, Apple. Porsche, too, less, to a lesser extent. Yeah, that's my only issue, is that it's probably going to be like a, you know, it's probably going to be like a nice car or whatever, and it's going to be like $100,000, and they're going to make a thousand production units. Like, it's going to be some something stupid, and people will buy it because it's Apple, Yeah. and it's not going to be worth it. That's just, that's all, that, that's what makes me mad about it. Other than that, both Hyundai and Apple have pretty good track records when it comes to big, to big large-scale projects like this, so... It'll probably be fine. The only thing is, it's kind of a weird time because we're right on the brink of autonomous driving. I would, if I was Apple, I would have waited five years and just come out with something like that. I don't know because I think they're trying to work, do like autonomous car driving. I think that's like one of the things that they're trying to. Okay, cool, but it's still illegal currently. You're not allowed to have autonomous cars. Yeah, so if this is going to come out anytime, and like I said, I threw up five years, but I know it's possible it's going to be shorter. I know it's possible it'll be shorter. It's possible it'll be longer. I don't trust Siri. I trust autonomous driving. I don't trust Siri. <laughs> I don't. I do not trust Siri. <laughs> For good reason. I, it's
this. So it's possible it'll be a lot longer. It's possible it may be shorter. I think five to ten years is probably when we'll see it come into the mainstream. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's about all I have to say on this. Yeah, but yeah, so it's even confirmed like on CNBC, um, which is obviously probably a pretty trusted news source. So I found that pretty interesting. Too. All right. Yeah. Um, Next Relatively. Up, next up, we'll show you um, some pictures of this coming up. Uh, let's see. Right, my just, just oh, do they actually have like early models of what it might look like? So yeah, so yeah, I thought that uh, yeah, that was pretty interesting. In case anyone missed it, you can go back and check out the I guess the other stream because <laughs> um, it for some reason it ended. Um, but yeah, so I guess let's move on to the next. Um, thing and we'll, we'll actually show you a picture of this. Cool. Um, so the Google Pixel um, 4A 5G will soon available be uh, will soon be available in white. There we go. Um, so yeah, so uh, we'll pull a picture for you guys up here uh, in just a second and. Uh, Alright, so yeah, so here's the picture of it. Um, so it is uh, just white, I guess. Oh, that's the wrong one. Yep. Alright, so <laughs> there's the, the, the phone, not the Apple car. Um, oh, so what is that? It's got like a mint green power button or something. They do, yeah, they do that for all the phones. They have like an accented power button, but I think it looks kind of nice, uh, personally. Um, I mean, it could look nice. I don't like the the mint green with the white and then the deep black of the camera array. I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of uh, fine with it. I like it. But, um, not sure about that. This one a whole bunch of... Uh, not a whole bunch. It won some stuff at um, Marquez Brownlee's award, uh, phone awards, didn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it did. The, uh, yeah, the 4A 5G because it's like one of the best phones you can buy. Actually, I don't even know if it was the 5G version. It may have just been the 4A, but it's like the same thing. Um, but yeah, with 5G. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, they did a pretty good job with uh, the phone. So if you were looking into buying a, a budget phone and you want it in white, uh, now's your, your chance. It's in white now. <laughs> Congrats. <laughs> oh, they also sell a 5G ultra wideband version too. That's interesting. Yeah. All right. Um, but this is only, the one that they're selling here is only so. Oh, no, they do have millimeter wave as well. Alright, anyway, uh, yeah, I thought that was kind of interesting for uh, people that have Google Pixels for some reason. I don't know why you would, but... Well, the older ones made a lot of sense at the time. The newer ones are questionable. Yeah. Like the, I think like the, the second, the second was the best one. Okay, so uh, next up. Uh, the J-Lab J-Buds frames are open-ear headphones that you can clip to your glasses. So they're not like actual glasses, but you can clip them to your glasses, uh, which I actually find uh, better. I found that, uh, that pretty cool. So it's a new Bluetooth audio gadget designed to be clipped onto your existing glasses or sunglasses. Um, we'll pull up an image for you guys in just one second. Uh, yeah, so there it is. Um, 
So as you can see, it, it clips on either side of your glasses, there's two different uh, modules it looks like. And so, uh, let's see what they're, they're part of a uh, trend of open ear audio that has usually been the domain of Bluetooth enabled glasses and uh, bone conducting bands. So these are, I believe, the like bone conducting headphones, so basically it like uses spots, I think, on your like forehead or temples and um, uh, that, I don't know the science behind it, but it like somehow transforms like the audio waves and so then you can like hear it. Um, and they're retailing for $50, that's actually not a lot of money. These look terrible. So I've seen a lot of stuff that looks very similar to this. Um, the most recent one I saw is actually for bike helmets. And it said the same thing. It said we can make sure that nobody else will hear it. We can make sure it sounds great, and you're, you know. And it was also, I think that one was even more expensive. I think that was like a hundred dollars. But everybody who I saw tried it said, one, their claims that people, other people won't hear it, are bad. So unless these bring something completely new to the table for half the cost, I'm not convinced that's going to be exceptional. Not something you'd want to wear on like a train or a bus or somewhere. Well, you wouldn't want to be on that anyway. But in the future, speaking if you were on a, a train thing, or a... Speaking of things that you would want to wear, merch from ktpmerch.com. Uh, if I see you on a bus, and I see you wearing his merch, and I say, hey, where'd you hear about that merch? He says, oh, yeah, you know, he plugged it in the stream. I'll beat you up. <laughs> I'll pull you off that bus. But yeah, head over to techprofessor.shop and uh, you can use code TALKINTECH uh, to get 10% off your order. Uh, we got hats, we got sweatshirts, we got t-shirts, we got phone cases, we got masks. What else do we have? I think we're going to do some socks soon, hopefully. Um, but yeah, head over to there to pick up some merch. Uh, we got some new stuff and it's pretty cool. Alright. Secondly, these are really big and kind of hideous, honestly. They do? Actually, they, they don't I think they're going to be... As I would have thought... <laughs> They only, are going to be terrible. If they're only $50, I'd maybe look into buying these to do, like, a review, since I'm, like, a person that wears glasses, obviously. Um, sure. If you're looking at buying these, and think about waiting, like, two months and just getting a pair of AirPods. They're just better. Um, but they're IPX4 water resistant, so that's good. Um, so you can, like, run with them or jog with them or whatever. I would not run with these. They look really heavy. They would probably knock your glasses off. Maybe. I don't know. Um, so I think these are... So it's... Uh, yeah, so I think Oh, that and see... So if you look down at the bottom, you can see their charging solution, which looks pretty interesting. I've had really, really bad... I've tried charging yeah, solutions like this yeah, where it's magnetic with the compressible yeah, pins. I've had really bad experiences with them. Yeah, I'm not a So, fan. I'm not buying that either. Yeah. Although, next to it, it kind of looks like a USB like, port. It does. It looks like a USB-C or maybe a micro-B. Yeah. You can't really get a good angle. If like, that is I what it is, but it, a, no, I think it's just an aesthetic or a driver yeah, or something. See how this, I think it's a vent, because if you look on the top... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, I don't think that's... I don't, I don't think that's one either. I would I would say go go USB C with these. Have a like I don't know if you can split USB C, and then just like a full rubber stopper. It's been tried and tested to prevent you know waterproofing. So yeah, but don't get these anyway. Even if they're USB C, don't get them. Or at least definitely wait for a reputable review, because I'm not I don't think these will be great at all, even for fifty dollars. 
Alright, let's see. Next up. Oh, I was actually uh, kind of excited for this one. I think we'll bring it back to us. Yep, there we go. Um, let's see. So, Tesla's Model Y uh, now has an, a cheaper option available. It now has the standard range option, uh, which is uh, very cool. Um, uh, yeah. How long is the standard range? Um, so, let's click on it. One second. Uh, it so looks like in the picture it says here it's 245-ish miles. So that's pretty good for yeah. a full charge. Yeah. So it starts at, let's see, it starts at 35 grand. Oh, this is, okay. sorry, this, I hate how they, they like automatically put it on potential, include potential savings. But anyway, with the potential savings, it starts at like 35 grand, um, which is pretty reasonable for it. Which means it's probably going to be about 40 to 42 or 43. Yeah, it's like 42. Um, so, okay. But but you do get the, like, I would include the, intent, uh, the um, what's it called, the potential savings, because you're, you're getting savings. Um, Why? What? Why, what, what guarantees like save, you that? Saving on gas. Yeah, possibly. Okay, give you that one. Um, one thing I do not like, about this that's oh, gas price is actually really low right now. That's probably not. I'm sure they probably calculated, so maybe it is right, but if you're, I mean, mid 2000s, this would have been a killer. They would have loved to have an electric car then, but right yeah. now, it's one thing gas prices are pretty like, low. Though, is that the um, uh, it costs uh, wait, where was it? Hold on, where is it? Oh, you can get a uh, seven seat interior in this car. Which is going to be just absolutely it's terrible. Just terrible. I don't like. I don't know how you can fit. People. Don't do it. If you try and put somebody in that seventh seat, they will. They will hurt you. It's going to be awful. I mean, I. I know. I. The only. I've never ridden in a Model Y. I, I did ride I, I did ride in the back of a Model X, which was terrible. I went a couple of weeks ago, and the, I'm five ten. Sitting in the five nine. Uh, I'm five ten. We'll see. Um, what do you mean we'll see? We just tested this. I'm 5'10". Yeah, but I'm like 5'10", and I'm taller than you. You are. So that's I, don't, I don't see the issue. Alright, alright. We, we can discuss this after the stream. Anyway, um, <laughs> but I sat in the back of the Model Y, and it was actually pretty comfortable. I didn't have like a huge issue with it. Um, but 7-seater... Okay, what like, I was getting at... ...just like, like squished in. I feel like that would be terrible. What I was getting at is I'm not an extremely tall guy by any means, I, but even in the back of a Model X, even I was like, wouldn't want to sit in this for more than like, maybe 40 minutes at the most. After that, you're going to get, it's yeah. it's just not fun. Um, so, I'm not convinced that 7C, because it's both on the same Model X chassis, they just changed the body, didn't they? What? Wasn't that the thing? What? The Model Y. It was built on the same it's so, platform yeah, so as the Model X, but they changed the body to try no, and put more... No. Wasn't that it? No? The Model 3 and the Model Y have the same exact body, but they... Oh. Squid, or, sorry, not the... Sorry, this... Yes, they have the same... Everything inside is the exact same. The actual, like, shell is just different, though. And so sure. I think the seats are, like, raised up a little bit, and then the Model X and the Model S are the same as well. Okay, I've also written in the back of a Model 3... Very comfortable. Yeah, so that's what this. You is. couldn't fit. You couldn't fit seven yeah, seats in it though. Seven seats. 
So I wonder, is the standard range, I'm gonna assume since you're paying like 40 grand for this car that it is all-wheel drive? Um, but it's I could gotta be, be. I think, I think it is, because it, otherwise it would say, oh, sorry, no, it's rear-wheel drive. I'm, I'm, uh. It's right in front of me. Alright, so no, it's not. So to get the dual motor all-wheel drive, you have to go up to the long range, which is like 10 grand more. Okay, so that, after living literally anywhere with snow, the instant torque plus rear-wheel drive means this is going to be nigh undrivable. And it's going to be just terrible, because you'll have no grip. It'll just spin up the tires immediately, so you're already at 50 grand if you live anywhere with a hint of snow. Yeah, no, yeah, I know. Yeah, if you live in New England, uh, yeah, not, not recommend this car. Anywhere, like, anywhere in, like, the upper Midwest, can't get it. Anywhere north of, like, Seattle, can't get it. Anywhere in the Rockies, can't get it. Why don't you just tell us the places that you can't get it instead of the <laughs> places that you can't get it? <laughs> Most of California, like, southwest, you could get it. Sorry, not south, well, yes, southwest, southeast was what I was thinking of, though. Yeah. Alright, um, but yeah, so, yeah, so, I mean... I guess. I'm not convinced this is going to be amazing. Also, yeah. the other thing is, like, Tesla, for those of you who are not familiar with Tesla, like, the way you buy a Tesla, you, like, buy it, right? It's, and then it's you, two to five weeks. And then it's two to five weeks, but then they say, hey, why don't you come over here to pick it up? And they mark down everything that's wrong with it, and, like, yeah, yeah, I don't probably, there's a, probably a 50% chance they just have to get a completely new car. Because they're just their 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 quality is the the um, production quality is not quite because their production line's so new. Like there's there's some pretty clear reasons for this, and you don't have to you know they just give you a new car. That's 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 it. But it's an extra waiting period essentially. Um, I think that's why they have the two to five weeks built in there. Probably, it probably it, is. It comes in in about two weeks, and then they evaluate it, and then and then they figure out whether they need to go get you a a whole new car, exactly. which. So you got to be ready for that. Yeah, I don't... I, to me, Tesla's like Apple. Like, it's... Yeah, it's a pretty good product, but is it really worth... Are, are you paying oh, no, for the product, like or are you paying for the badge? But I feel like, like that's my... But I feel like Apple... Um, it sounds like fanboy, but... I feel like Apple's products, like, they do have some issues, um, which uh, will actually... I didn't add the link to this, but we'll have to talk about this, because I saw this earlier. Um, but most of the time, I'd say like 90% of the time, um, when you buy stuff, it just like works. Like you don't like I don't like you don't really have to return it personally. Uh, that's a one in ten chance I have to return something, so that's not good. But I also don't think it's representative. It's probably more like just, ninety. It's probably more like one in a hundred. It's probably more like a ninety-nine percent yeah, chance. So um, anyway. Yeah, I was gonna say something, and then you so rudely interrupted me. Um, oh yeah, right, um, the, the, the thing is, Tesla's a, a pretty new company, and it's, I mean, the car industry is not fun. There's some well-established competitors. Granted, like Apple, now, at least, because Samsung makes, their prices make no sense, like Apple, Tesla doesn't have a whole lot of really big competitors. You could go way up to supercar level and get, like, a Rimac. And then there was also Fisker, oh, which is Taycan, but that's one car. That's one car, so they don't have the range. I mean, that's true for a lot of like the 
the the Volt and uh, there's Hyundai's got some stuff. Like that's true for that's true for a lot of car brands. They have like one car that's all electric. Um, and then there's been Fisker, who is the main competitor to Tesla, but they've gone out of they've gone bankrupt like yeah, I don't remember three times. Either. Like it's well, no, they were they were a legit competition because they actually got a guy. As I remember the story, they got a guy from McLaren to style the first one, and he made them like an egg on wheels. Was I think Elon Musk's quote, and he was like, "We're not going to use this." And he was like, "Well." I'm going to go make my own car company. And he went and made Fisker and he made like this beautiful design and then he had no way to make it. And so they immediately went bankrupt and then they got revived again because somebody was like, this is cool and this is a new market, but that's still relatively young. We can easily take this if we bring in our own expertise. And then they didn't fund it correctly. So it went bankrupt and then somebody else bought them out and then it went bankrupt again for, cause Tesla was established at that point. And I don't know what's going on now, but Fisker's had some, <laughs> had a rough road. Um, yeah, I mean, if Tesla can grow their line and get their production quality in order, they'd be really, really good. Also, if they can get four-wheel drive standard on at least some of their cars to make them reasonable. Yeah. Um, yeah. Alright, uh, so next up here, uh, it's all the way, go all the way to the bottom. I just added it. Oh. I know. Um, so Oh, we got some issues with the $550 headphones. Oh, yeah. Love that. Apparently, so the AirPods Max, as you know from Tim and I both ranting about that, they were (laughs) released on December 15th. Apple, you're so dumb. December 15th. And um, I may have to find another one as well. Some Uh, AirPods Max. We'll show you a picture of this. Um, but apparently a lot of users started seeing condensation um, when they took out the like padding that goes in the, in the ear cups because um, they're magnetic. And so they took them out and they could see condensation started to build up. Now, so I think what happened was um, the components inside are like very hot, or I guess. Yeah, they're generating heat and... Yeah. And then on the outside, the like aluminum panels, uh, the like the stuff that's, like, there's a lot of thermal dissipation there, so yeah, it's just so so it's really cold. And then, Although that's the only thing I will say is you'd think that the condensation would then show up on the outside so, of yeah, the aluminum too. But maybe whereas also, on the inside, but, and maybe it's also from pe- from people's ears that are warm. I think as well. Could be. Contribute. Could be. Um, Could be because your 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 head gives off a lot of it's like eighty percent of your body heat or something something like yeah. that like it's your head is a hot place and like I said this oh, aluminum's probably got so some nice. pretty good thermal dissipation so that will stay relatively cool maybe and maybe that's that's probably where it is actually so the yeah. ear cup the ear cup and your your connected you know the ear cup with your ears getting it hot and then the headphones themselves are very cold and so you're getting that condensation build up I bet that's exactly what it is. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and not anyway, worth so, it. So yeah, not not good. So apparently, a bunch of users have like returned them, and because uh, the major effects on this is that these are not water resistant. Like I don't think they have a water resistance rating, and so as more and more build up and seep into the components, like it will like break them. Uh, which so I will say down here at the bottom of the article, it says. Um, one user has claimed that the condensation has led to issues with the active noise cancellation, but it's not been echoed by other AirPod Max owners. So, as of yet, it doesn't seem like there are widespread reports of 
this condensation causing issues? These haven't even been out for a month yet, so I think... Oh, I'm not trying to defend Apple. It's definitely oh, so a design flaw. You're such a fanboy, Tim. I know, I am. So basically, I'm defending Apple, and these are a perfect product, and everybody should go spend half a grand on them right away. Exactly. Um, but yeah, so this is uh, not good. So, I, I, so like, I, like, I don't understand how this happens. Did, like, no one wear them for more than, like... Yeah, did no one test them extensively? Yeah, so it's basically, like, they... It's, like, after... I think if you're wearing them for, like, over, like, an hour or something like that, it was something like that. I don't think it's on this article. That should be your headband quality test. Yeah, so it's when you have it. Yeah, so I'm not overhead headphones like that. I'd expect you to test the headband for an hour at least two, uh, or at least an hour, probably two or three. But also the fact that they delayed these were supposed to be out like a while ago, and the fact that they delayed them as well. um, Yeah, this is a messy. So I think, and I don't know. They, I mean, I don't think they can fix this with a software update because. No. It seems like it's a, a manufacturing issue. It's, so it seems like my guess is what they're going to do is kind of like the butterfly. Actually, not like the butterfly people. I think they're going to do it better. What they're going to end up doing is they're going to make a second, not an unofficial second version of these. And they'll once this starts happening to people, people will be able to bring them in for free and get a replacement of the new ones that like aren't bad kind of like the keyboard replacements if you were to go in they would just replace your keyboard and if um it still wasn't working they would just give you a new mac so i think they'll probably just give you new airpods probably and have the issue fixed is what i'm so here's the thing they have not addressed it yet though here's the thing apple if i'm apple right i just released this product which should be niche but it's apple so nothing is niche other than the um the new Mac, which nobody can afford, which forces it to be niche. But if I'm Apple and I just released this product and it's having issues, and the first thing I see is my engineers come to me and they say, We think this problem is caused by the fact that we're machining these out of a solid block of aluminum. I say, Alright, what's the what's the fix? What am I gonna do to fix this? how am I gonna exchange how am I gonna change the butterfly keyboard? And they say, Well, we could make it out of plastic. You just, I mean, the only, I mean, (laughs) I don't understand this. Part of the appeal of it was because it was such nice, I mean, a nice, heavy aluminum, a beautiful slab, and you just lost all of that. So now, I mean, your price point already didn't make sense, but there was an argument for it. You got to drop the, I mean, switching from a a machined block of aluminum, I assume this is machined, it doesn't look injection molded, um, or, 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 uh, For anyone what's it called? that wants to know what that means, like I do, just look it up on Google. I don't think they... In- I, that, I misspoke. You wouldn't injection mold um, metal. Yeah. That would be for plastic. Look so basically, up. injection molding is they make... They take a metal... They take, like, a metal print, and they'll stick two sides together, and there's a little opening in the top, and they'll take plastic, molten plastic, and they'll shoot it in, wait for it to cool, and they'll take it apart, and it's, like, one solid piece of plastic in a shape that you want. But you can't do that with metal. What you can do is something pretty similar that is escaping me right now. But basically, they make a mold, pour the molten metal in, let it cool, and then you have your shape. Which is probably what they did for this. But that means that a lot of your production costs have gone down. And a lot of the appeal of your headphones... So you're going to take a massive loss on this, is what I'm getting at. I mean, it doesn't... This is... This is bad. I'm okay with it because I wasn't gonna get them anyway, 
Yeah. But if I got these, I would be mad. Yeah, I'd be pretty pissed. I'd be really mad. I'd just ask for my money back. I mean, at that point. I saw it coming. Well, not this, but I saw that they were going to be terrible. Yeah. Alright. Alright, let's go to the next thing. Alright, um, let's see. Let's see this one. Google Nest uh, Hub Max. Google Nest Hub, uh, yes. Uh, radar. So, uh, so earlier this week, um, so there's a thing that said that er, earlier this week uh, th uh, there was something saying that Google could be working on an updated uh, Google Nest Hub Max, which if you don't know what that is, it's like this um, big speaker. We'll show you a picture of it. Um, it's the Alexa home of the Google line. But so so here it is on the screen though, this way, this way. Yep, there it is. Um, as you guys can see, so it kind of like shows you. Um, like if you say like what's the score of the game or can I get a recipe on cookies or what's the weather or watch Jake Brown on YouTube, uh, it'll pop up. Um, and so basically um, there's a new rumor that suggests so their Soli technology, which is their like radar technology, um, they had it in the Google Pixel 4, I believe, and they removed it in the 5, but in the 4 they had this Soli radar, which they thought was going to be a huge thing. I did not think it was going to be a huge thing, and it was not a huge thing. Where basically, um, it had a radar in it, so when you would walk up to the phone, it, it was kind of a cool concept, but you'd walk up to the phone, and the radar was on, and it would know that you were coming, and it would automatically turn on the screen. Now, also, if you're in the car, and let's say, like, it's, it was pretty safe, you don't want to go reach over to the screen and press it to the next song, you would just wave your hand like this, and it would, like, skip the song, and if you, like, held it, it would pause it. So it's kind of a cool concept, and they can do stuff like that, and they did a lot of advertising on it. So, um, I, I just thought that it was kind of, I think it's too new for our time right now. I think it will be, like, a big thing in the future. I just think they were just a bit um, too quick with that, um, but I thought it was a cool concept, but now they're bringing it to the Google Nest Hub Max, and it suggests that, uh, since a lot of people have these, like, next to them, I think, uh, I don't know, on their night table, um, that it could be used for sleep tracking, um, which is pretty cool. So it's used, uh, yeah, to detect, to detect uh, gestures and human presence. Um, so, let's see. So basically they're saying, don't get this if you sleepwalk. Yeah. Um, almost, uh, yeah, so, yeah, so basically you just have to, um, lay in bed, and I think it, like, does it, like, sense your movements or something like that? I'm not really sure how it would be able to do this, but, um. I don't know. Google's a smart company. I'm sure they figure yeah, out a way to Yeah, I'm sure they're going to figure it out, but, um, yeah. Interesting. Product maybe coming soon. Yeah, I don't understand quite understand the appeal of this. Um, yeah, well, you there are a lot of now in your Apple Watch or, and most other smartwatches. Most like, most smartwatches have some capability like, like that. Like, yeah. yeah, even like low end ones have sleep tracking. Mm -hmm. Like if you could buy a cheap Fitbit and it has sleep tracking built in. Um, so I don't. I I never quite understood. I am sure there are some advantages actually, to it. I so never quite understood the the appeal of sleep tracking. Yeah. It's, Other uh, than like telling me that I went to bed too late, which I already could tell myself. Yeah, but I think it's more for like, I think it's more like medical use because you need you want to have like a like if people are having trouble sleeping, they can track 
and see what's like going on. Is their heart beat up or uh, is there like a snoring issue? Like it, I think it like with the trackers, they all have features that kind of like um, tell you stuff, and it will also tell you when you're in like a deep sleep and stuff like that. So I, I think it's more for like medical use. And okay, I understand how you're. I know we already covered this. I understand how a smartwatch might be able to do that by measuring heart rate, but I don't understand how this would yeah, be able to do that using radar. That's what, so, but I think it, the only reason I could say this is maybe good is because then you don't have to charge your smartwatch during the day then. I mean, I have a watch. I don't For sure. Charge For sure. Feature because, like, I want to charge my watch at night. Um, mm -hmm. So I could see this maybe being, like, a thing so that you don't have to. 100%. Yeah. I, it's not for me, but I don't, I don't know that it's necessarily bad. Yeah. Same here. Unlike right. the AirPods Max, which I totally called. <laughs> Oh yeah, also I was looking, so the Power Beats, um, they were 180 because I think Apple also had them on sale. Now they're like... Probably. Almost, now they're like 250 or 280. They're 250? They're 280. Oh man. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Don't get them for that. I got mine for 200, like, probably a year after they were released or something like that. Yeah, it was probably close probably to that. Sale. And it was, but, uh, it was perfect. $200 what I would pay for them. Like, Great. Target and other places, though, so that's good. Alright, next yeah. up, um, Boeing... Um, is criminally charged for lying about uh, 737, which is like their airplane. Um, yeah, Max this is bad. And they're fined 2.5 billion dollars, which is not that like can't be good for them, especially during the pandemic, because like people. Um, yeah, that sucks. Boeing's gonna probably be okay. They get a lot of yeah, military yeah. defense contracts. Yeah, exactly. So this is, I mean, I don't know what their market cap is right now, but it's probably not gonna kill them. But it's not yeah. fun. <laughs> Nobody enjoys paying $2.5 billion in fines. Yeah. The Justice Department announced the charges and fine, uh, which were part of a deferred prosecution agreement on Thursday. So it was Thursday, the 7th. Um, the $2.5 billion fine includes a $243.6 million criminal monetary penalty, $1.77 billion uh, that will be paid out to airlines that were customers ah. and $500 million that will go to a fund to help families and relatives of the people who died in the crashes. It's nice. Uh, so if you want to if you want to know, so real quick, I skimmed this article and the important part is Boeing 737 MAX was supposed to be a plane to help keep pace with more fuel efficient offerings from viable Airbus. But the company rushed the design, and as such, it was susceptible to dangerous stalls during takeoff situations. As you can guess, a stall would be really bad on a plane. Uh, Boeing created a piece of software to counteract this design flaw by automatically pushing the plane's nose down, but the company never told FAA, airlines, or pilots about the software in order to save time and money. What's worse, this software worked off of readings from a lone sensor on the plane's exterior, meaning there was no way to know if it was acting on bad information or if the sensor was damaged. Boeing. Yeah. This is criminally, I mean, obviously it's criminally bad. They were just fined yeah, 2.5 billion dollars. Yeah. <laughs> and people have died because of this, but like, that's yeah. really bad. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not, but like, how, yeah, I don't understand how that stuff passed, like, their tests. I mean, so here's the solution. You say, all right, we have an issue with this because we pushed it out. Okay, fine. Tell FAA and tell the airlines, say, hey, we had an issue. Don't worry, we can fix it. 
we're going to add, call it three to five sensors, which for each plane probably isn't that much. And we're going to upload a new piece of software. Done. So you probably will lose, the FAA might give you a little bit of a pushback, but you're Boeing. It's not like you're some janky new airplane company who's yeah. never been tested before. You're Boeing. You're trying to test it. So FAA will, will be a little wary, but you'll probably be fine. You're probably going to lose, I mean, if you're an airline who've already bought 737 Maxes, then you're, it's better to take this than throw away $2 million, whatever you bought the plane for. So you're going to take, you're not going to lose that. And pilots, theoretically, I mean, if it's mostly software related, then they will need to be aware of it, but they theoretically, they wouldn't really have a say. So you're not really going to lose much money. I don't understand how that situation why that decision was so poorly made. I mean, that was just a terrible idea. So, if you don't know, pilots have, if something goes wrong, pilots have like a book provided by the airplane manufacturer that basically tells them what to do. Alright, we have an engine failure. Here are the steps. We're going to run through it. And so, if this is true, this probably wasn't in that book. And so, if they had... And so if they had a, a stall during takeoff, pilots probably wouldn't know what to do. They'd have to probably, I don't know, restart the engines or something? I don't, I don't know. As you can guess, I'm not a pilot. But this is... This is stupid. You're not a this pilot? Is, I'm not a pilot. Oh, okay. Um, no. Sorry. Maybe I should go pull like a catch-me-if-you-can and just sort you're of walk not, up and tip my hat. Pilot. You're not flying. Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> um, now I'm trying to remember because I uh, 737 Max. When did this come out? Release. 737. Uh, 2017. Oh, I don't okay, so know if I. I don't know. I probably have flown. On, I, I'm pretty sure I've flown on 737s. I don't know if I've thrown, flown on the 737 Max. Uh, 2017. This is just, yeah, not cool of them. Yeah, I don't think I've probably, I don't think I've flown on one of these probably. So, 346 victims have died as a... Across two crashes, I think it said, right? I did not see how many crashes. I think it up at the top, it said, uh, uh, along with... Yeah, relative relatives of people who died in two crashes. So that's. I'm glad. I mean, how much you? I'm glad they're giving some of the money to. Five hundred million will go to fund, uh, help families and relatives yeah. of the hundred. What do you say it was? One hundred forty-seven, something like that. Yeah. That's caused three hundred forty-six. So not even close. Three forty-six divided by five hundred million. So that's. That's a little, you know, a little more than a million um, for each family. So that's. I mean, there's no, there's no price you can put on human life, but yeah. there have been, there have been lawsuits that have uh, oh, won and given less to families. Yeah, but it's, it's probably just under a million would be my guess. I don't, I don't know what taxes apply to a lawsuit winning. Um, because it says the the Justice Department did it, so I mean theoretically you wouldn't have like lawyer fees or whatever. Um, so I don't. I, I suspect the families will get a a good portion of that. Yeah. 
but I don't. I, I've never taken part on a. I assume this was a class action, although it wouldn't have been because I, I guess it's just a criminal because the, the Department of Justice did it, not uh, external lawyers. So. All right. Uh, next up. Oh. I don't, I don't like to get into politics, so I'll just give you the facts on this. Um, but so obviously, so actually a little while ago, I don't know if people heard, but like uh, a couple hours ago, I think it was yeah, three, a little over three hours ago, um, uh, Donald Trump's uh, Twitter account uh, got suspended permanently, so he can no longer post ever. Um, his Facebook account the other day got uh, suspended as well permanently. I think they, but they, I think they said. Then they just switched it to t uh, today that once he is out of office, that he will get it back. Um, my guess—I don't know if Twitter will do the same thing. My guess is they will. I don't know though. Um, and then I think uh, was it Twitch or someone else? I don't remember. And YouTube. Um, Trump has also, a Twitch channel. I don't. I don't think he does. I think it, uh, maybe it was Twitter. I, read. I don't know. Anyway, but YouTube says it will punish uh, Donald Trump and other channels that continue to spread election lies. Um, so I think they're really like locking down on um, that sort of stuff, and like uh, if they're if people are spreading false things, um, they'll send them a community guideline strike, and the video will get taken down. Um, so yeah, so they're uh, temporarily preventing them from uploading videos. So that includes Trump's channels. Um, channels that are in one strike are restricted from posting for one week. Um, so yeah, so actually, so this YouTube issued a new policy prohibiting any content designed to spread misinformation about the outcome of the 2020 election uh, by promoting false theories about fraudulent uh, votes or unverified claims um, back, yeah, so back in December that's uh, when they did that. Um, since then, the company has removed thousands of videos, according to a company spokesperson. So yeah, so I guess they're always on the hunt. So any channel that receives three strikes within, 90, within a 90-day period will be terminated um, in accordance with YouTube policies. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Yep. Makes sense to me. Same. Um, let's see. Okay. Did, I feel like we talked about this. Do, like, I, this was a recent article, but Elon Musk passes Jeff Bezos to become the richest person on Earth. No, he he hit number two a while ago. Oh, yeah. but, a while ago, oh, he hit number two like two or three weeks ago. Yeah. All right. So I guess now Elon Musk close that gap quick. Unless yeah. Jeff Bezos probably gave away a lot of money. So. Yeah, Jeff Bezos to become the richest person on earth. I'm actually kind of surprised by that because I feel like Jeff Bezos has like way more sources of income. Bezos was reportedly so envious of Musk's success in securing a $1.3 billion incentive package, package for Tesla's Gigafactory in Nevada that it served as the genesis for Amazon's beauty pageant-style search for its second headquarters. That's fun. I, I wonder what had inspired that, because as, as to my knowledge, I wasn't aware of anybody um, you know, looking for a headquarters like that, but that's, that's pretty funny. Do you remember a couple years ago when um, when uh, Bezos was like, all right, we're going to put in, like, a new headquarters, and we're going to figure out where it's going to be. And they, like, eliminated cities, like, one by one. In the end, it was, like, Philly, Boston, New York, jo uh, Atlanta. It was, like, a bunch of different locations. The most expensive and then, places. Yeah, basically. And I think they went with Queens, I think, was the one who, who ended up winning. I think it was Queens, and then there was... I want to say somewhere in Florida, but I definitely could be wrong. Um, 
were the two that won. Yeah. But that was like kind of it was kind of weird, and apparently it's because Musk had just finished. He just secured a the Gigafactory in Nevada that was uh, that was also it was one of like the biggest factories ever made on U.S. soil or something. I think Boeing has the biggest one right now, but. Oh wow! Sorry, take it back. Musk uh, only passed Bill Gates in November to become the second yeah. person. So it was a while ago, actually. Yeah, I thought it was actually more recently, but I guess not. I think it yeah, was me too. Episode, it was, I think it was either four, episode four or five. I guess then is uh, what it was. But yeah, so um, good for, huh. for Elon. The Tesla CEO saw his personal wealth skyrocket in 2020 to the tune of more than 150 billion, in large part because Musk owns a lot of Tesla stock, about 20 percent. And uh, Tesla's stock has grown incredibly in value over the past year-ish. So I think um, my guess is what's going to happen is... Oh, sorry. Oh. Uh, Jeff, <laughs> Jeff Bezos... Uh, you, you put me to sleep. Uh, Jeff Bezos yeah. and uh, Elon Musk will probably keep like switching off. My guess is they're going to keep in, like, fighting in a race. Um, and my guess is that Jeff Bezos will overtake him again at some point, and then Elon Musk right. will Right, I was, again. sorry. So I remember doing a book report on Musk in, like, seventh grade, and I, just the other day I was thinking about it. Yeah, I don't so know why. Cool Dude, I, what, this book report, let me tell you, this thing was amazing. We had to do a biography, and I did mine on Elon Musk. And, uh, it was back when, like, I was back when Tesla was, like, first coming into the scene, and, like, SpaceX was still his thing. And, uh... I was trying to think of, like, because he had, I remember he had, like, one thing he started up, and it, like, was the catalyst for everything he did, and it was Zip2, which was uh, essentially Google Maps combined with Yelp, which is now just Google Maps, um, where it would give you directions to local restaurants and shops and stuff, and along with reviews. Um, and then that, he got, like, a million... I want to say it was like a million or ten million or something like that from selling it. He ended up selling it. And he put it into Tesla, SpaceX, and PayPal were his next three. And then he sold PayPal a while ago. Wait, and then he, Musk had PayPal? Like, uh, he like, did. Like, like, a, like a big portion of it? Or? Yeah. I want to say he founded it or was a, or was an early investor in some way. Oh, yeah, he was, he was like not, ground floor on PayPal. And then he sold it to Google, I think, or Facebook maybe. Yeah. Maybe you should have done your seventh grade book report on him as well. Yeah. Sorry. All right. You wouldn't have this without Steve Jobs. All right. Next up. We wouldn't have a strong space program without Elon Musk. So. Well, I guess Blue yeah. Origin probably doing fine. So, so, so next up, um, this is some sad news, but Netflix on the Wii U and 3DS will shut down on June 30th. Dude, the Wii U Recipes. can, yeah, no the Wii U can go wherever. Nobody cares about that. But yeah. the 3DS, yes. no, yeah. dude, we, I didn't own one. I didn't own one, but I whoever's house I was at, I would steal theirs and just play on it the whole time and ignore them. I don't them. know why they think that people don't use these anymore. That's like the only Dude, one of the only Dude, yes. <laughs> Have you ever seen, there's a meme thread that's like, 
my mom stole my phone, so I'm tweeting this from my iPad. And then it's like a one under that. She's like, she took my iPad, so I'm tweeting this from my computer. And then it's like, it goes to like, oh, 3DS, and then it's like Samsung Smart Fridge. Like, <laughs> they just keep going. Like, it's pretty funny. But one of them was the 3DS. And I remember being like, oh, who uses their 3DS anymore? And then like the next day, I saw that somebody had like cracked their 3DS, uh, like, software, and they like downloaded doom on twitter or something like i forget what it was but it was something funny like that i was like oh that's fun uh someone said in the chat um so i think i think it must have been about the paypal thing he sold it to ebay he sold it to ebay okay yeah that's i mean it was one of those companies it sounds right yeah thank you i think it's i think it's part of google now uh who owns paypal because it wasn't that a couple it was literally like 2010 i want to say they sold it for like 1.5 billion Billion. Uh, billion. No, it's still it's still for eBay. eBay acquired it for one point five billion in October two thousand two. Billion. Billion. Sorry. Billion. Sorry, billion is a big a big number. It is. Uh, of course, now that's now that's pocket change to him. Jeez. Uh, <laughs> I mean, he's billion. Yeah. Billion. Um. Anyway, that's good. That, that, uh, yeah. So, yeah. Rip so the three DS. Starting December 31st, 2020, the Netflix app will no longer be available for new users to download from the Nintendo eShop on the Wii U console or Nintendo 3DS family systems. Wait, so oh. I don't understand... So it's still going to be functional, it just won't be available. No, so if you no, have a 3DS, no. better get it now. No, but it, no. So no, as of December 31st, you can no longer download it, but if you do have it right now, you only get it until existing users get it until June 30th. Oh, that's so I don't really no know fun. Why getting it away. I don't know how much money it costs them to like have it. I don't think maintain it that. But I don't know if they have to maintain because it's like an app. So I'm not really sure. There's probably like, software every... stuff. People hack it, and you gotta repair the stuff. Like I, I don't know how much it costs to maintain a website. I I'm always surprised whenever I read a new figure about that. Um. Yeah, I don't know. All right. Um, but yeah, I found that interesting. Um, alright, so let's see. Next up. Nope. Let's see, let's get a good one. Okay, here we go. This one was really interesting. I should have put this as the title, one of the titles of the video. Um, Which one Facebook ordered to? Yeah, to pay for that one. Over copycat feature. Let's see which one is this because Facebook has copied so a lot Facebook of features. Is ordered to pay four point seven million dollars to Italian developer over copycat feature. Um, the so case dates back to twenty twelve. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's the last. I mean, laws take or, yeah, you know takes takes a long time to get through the court system, no matter where you are. So basically, uh, let's see. Ooh, was designed to help use. It was designed to help users find Facebook friends near their location. The app quickly gained ground in the Italian market. However, just months later, Facebook launches its own nearby feature, which has competed with the likes of Foursquare and Yelp. Wow. Um, what's All right. Yeah. Um, Interesting. Yeah, that's actually really... Well, just because the fact that it was face... Like, the app that the guy in Italy, like, designed was to find Facebook friends... The fact that, like, Facebook wouldn't be able to use... Like, I, I find that a little strange because he's using Facebook's software to create 
this app, why they then have to pay. Yeah, I mean, it depends what Facebook's policy was on... Bank, so, like, good for him. Yeah. Like, 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 I'm fine with this, I'm just saying. Facebook, yeah, Facebook, that's pocket change, 4.7 million. I mean, they could blink. I'm surprised this wasn't settled earlier, actually. So, usually when you have a large case like this, it won't actually get a judgment from, like, a judge or a jury. It'll usually be the two parties will say, you know what, this lawsuit is not worth it. I'll just give you money to shut up, essentially. Um, that's how yeah, most, usually yeah, these yeah, go. Just, yeah. And if it was only for 4.7 million, I mean, unless the guy was like, all right, fine, I'll take your settlement as long as it's a billion dollars. Like, unless it was some figure that they were like, all right, well, we'd rather lose because you're not going to get paid that much. Um, yeah. Then maybe, but I'm surprised they didn't just settle out of court. But it depends. Facebook obviously has not known for their... Um, shall we say strict user privacy so i'm not like I, it depends what their policy was on using their their software in conjunction with outside developers at the time was because this was eight years oh sorry sorry nine years ago new year of everybody um <laughs> woot woot <laughs> Uh, I'll, I'll tell you why that made me laugh so much after because I don't know if I'm allowed to, it's really funny then. Um, anyway, yeah, it, I mean, it depends what what their policy and laws were like at the time that the case was started. Yeah, if I which were Facebook, was nine years ago, so, and Italy, uh, so I don't know. Like, I'd be pretty mad if I were Facebook. <laughs> Once again, 4.7 million? Yeah, not a lot. You could, but, but, that's but, probably how much you spend on tissues in a day at your headquarters, like, that's nothing. Alright, uh, next up, uh, Apple, uh, a Apple patent points to using your MacBook Pro to wirelessly charge your iPhone and Apple Watch. This is actually kind of cool, and I can see this. Oh, so they, like, had a built-in charging pad? Yeah, so, on, so... That's kind of neat. Mac, so, so here's, a uh, MacBook. Wait, let's move it over. And so, I think, uh, we'll, sh we'll bring up the picture on the screen, but it should be around here and here. They're gonna try to put like wireless charging pads, um, which I find pretty cool. Up That's pretty cool. I have on the screen, so you can see them: the iPhone and the Apple Watch that don't look very good, but um, <laughs> they're there. And uh, so they're wireless charging on either side is what that looks like. Um, and then let's see this figure. Oh, and then if you scroll down a little bit. Um, you can see you can also do it on the lid of the laptop as well. I'm not really sure what that Okay, that makes sense. Because my the... the only thing I have issues with is, one, uh, I mean, obviously the new M1s are pretty good, but MacBooks are not really well known for their really good thermal dissipation. And uh, if you, for those of you who don't know, Apple stuff is pretty good, but like a lot of third party especially, even Apple stuff has this issue where if you don't get the charging pad lined up correctly, but enough that it triggers, it'll actually have a lot of resistance in the charging, and so that resistance will obviously generate a lot of heat. Yeah. Um, and the other thing is, if I wanted to charge my phone, I would not be able to use my computer, because that's right where my wrists would want to go. And so now my wrist is sitting awkwardly on my phone and my watch, so... It's only like if I'm watching a movie and I want, which granted I do that a lot on the laptop while watching my movie. Phone needs to charge. If I could plop it right on my laptop, would be perfect. Like I, that's, I think this is a great feature. I think it'd be really cool. But um, 
they have a lot of stuff that they need to figure out before I would be 100% on board, especially if it's going to be like an add-in option because you know it's going to be expensive. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, but, and then there's also, they're showing um, on the screen here, uh, I know audio listeners cannot see it, but uh, you can look it up. That's um, tough. Should have watched this on YouTube. Yeah. Sorry. You can still can after this. Anyway, um, it's showing the Apple Watch on top of the phone. If you scroll down a little more, um, yeah. Let's give it a sec. It shows actually a Apple, um, the MacBook, and then an iPad, and then an iPhone, and then an Apple Watch, and they're all charging through each other as well, which I find very interesting that they're able to do that. Interesting concept. Once again, my worry would be the resistance. Resistance. Yep. Right. If you're going through that much stuff, unless it's like what you could charge, and we're just gonna lay it because it looks neat. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. But this is a patent. I also, I assume those circles on that show where they're going to place individual coils. charge, yeah, the coils, that's pretty neat, that it's not just one designated spot, but it's like, theoretically, you could sort of slap it on anywhere, and you'd be able to reach. Yeah, yeah, so, so, yeah, I'm definitely worried about the heat as well, because, as you know, the air power, the entire reason they couldn't release that was because they were having a ton of heat issues. Yeah, but, I mean, if they can get that in check, this is, this would be lit, really cool. Um, yeah, so I think that that'll be our uh, good one to uh, to wrap up on. Uh, so All right. To an hour now. Uh, thank you to everybody that is watching and listening. We had a good amount of viewers today. Um, make sure to follow me on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at the Tech Prof JB, as you can see on the screen there. There, and then also head over to the TechProfessor.net and sign up for our forum. Um, so that way, uh, if you need any tech help with stuff, uh, the community can help you out. And then also head over to techprofessor.shop to pick up some new merch and use code TALKINTECH to get 10% off your order. It would be a huge help to the channel, uh, so please do that. And then also head over uh, to our YouTube page and just watch some, uh, some videos. We'll have some new videos coming out in the future. Uh, hopefully coming up soon. I just got a new camera. If you didn't see that unboxing video, go check that out. And that is Tim, and I'm Jake, the Tech Professor, and I'll catch you guys in the next one.